Hello everyone and welcome to the second bonus episode. So this episode is just gonna be uh, my thoughts on the on the four poems that I've shared on the first bonus episode and I hope you like it. Okay, so what did you think of the first poem? This is not the end of the world by Neil Hilborn. Okay, so how I knew about this person, Neil Hilborn, is through the poem, his one of his poems called OCD. It's one of his most famous works. You can find his, uh, his interpretation on YouTube. And it's very, very, how do I say this? It's a raw poem. His, his interpretation is very raw. And yeah, I like it. I have a friend who cried at his interpretation. I didn't cry, but I had goosebumps all over when I heard his poem. And it's very, very good. I hope you like it too. Okay, so back to this poem. This is not the end of the world. Okay, so I think this poem feels very relatable to me. I, I, I love his works. Like... It all feels so relatable. So one of the first sen- first lines that I felt relatable is, I want to go away until I'm gone. So this one, it's, um, I want to go away until, until I'm gone. I, I feel this sometimes. I want to go away as well. And I'm not sure if you can hear the thunder behind because uh, it's currently raining right now as I'm recording this. There's thunder. Uh, I hope you're not scared of thunder. I hope you don't have astrophobia. Anyway, so yeah, I want to go away until I'm gone. And it takes, uh, from the poem, it says, It takes so much less energy to not exist than it does to exist and get burned. And I feel that Neil Hilborn has a very... Um, nice way of describing this feeling of um, helplessness, of sadness, of depression, I guess. He's known for being able to um, write poetry on topics about mental health. So yeah, it takes so much less energy to not exist. It's true because existing it requires so much energy and it can feel very tiring sometimes yeah so um the next line that i feel relatable is i wish someone would drag my hand out of hiding and sign my name on the dotted line there are days that i can't find the sun even though it's right outside my window so i think this is kind of um it's a cry for help like I wish someone would drag my hand out of hiding. You're asking for help. You're crying for help from someone else. Mm-hmm. So there are days that I can't find the sun, even though it's right outside my window. I think the this is um, kind of describing how you don't wake up. It's like it's, out, it's right outside your window, but maybe you're lying on your bed. So you can't see outside your window and that's why you can't see the sun. And yeah, sleeping too much is a very common sign of depression. 
people will feel um will constantly feel drained and uh yeah they just can't get up they don't they just don't find the energy to get up so yeah the next line is when getting out of bed feels like the key in the doomsday machine exactly getting out of bed it feels like the key in the doomsday machine i think this one is describing um what do you call it how do you say it when you it is it describing that getting out of bed is the last it will cause an apocalypse i don't know maybe i I just like the phrase doomsday machine it sounds nice well okay next we have um yeah what okay so on those day uh from the poem so on those days this is what i tell myself whatever you're feeling right now there's a mathematical certainty that someone else is feeling that exact thing this is not to say you're not special this is to say thank god you aren't special and yeah this is relatable to me because i have always been afraid been afraid of not being special it's I'm not sure if afraid is the right word to describe it, but I've never really felt comfortable about the idea of being about uh, the idea of not being myself, not being um individual because everyone affects everyone in at least some way and no idea is or is original and yeah that kind of freaks me out sometimes so i i think i used to dislike the idea of not being special but now this this is a this is a hallelujah it's a it's a praise it's a praise for not being special because being special is a lonely feeling when you have no one who shares the same feelings as you when no one can understand you that's when you know you're special and when you will be lonely so it says thank god you aren't special so you will never be lonely because in this world 7.8 billion people there is bound to be someone like you someone else who is feeling that exact thing so yeah i, I this this poem is just touches my heart so much it shook me to my core anyway um the next one i like the next line that i like is uh i have ended relationships because suddenly i was also exposed isolation is not safety it's death okay so this is literally me i have ended relationships because suddenly i was also exposed in relationships in order for an, for a relationship to function well you have to be vulnerable you have to start being vulnerable to another person show your partner whatever you're feeling who you are as a person and yeah in order for it to be a healthy relationship you have to be vulnerable and i always had some problems i had difficulties in trying to be vulnerable so yeah this 
is literally me. This line literally describes me. That's why it feels so relatable and it's so beautiful that this person, though I have never met him, nor have I ever talked to him, it's amazing how he can write exactly what I have been through. So, yeah, that's, yeah, no one is special. So, yeah, isolation is not safety, it's death. So I think this line describes how humans are, what do you call it? We are um, animals who have to live together. Uh, we can't be isolated because when you're isolated, you you won't feel connected to the world is that how it feels i don't know um isolation is not safety it's death it's saying you can't be alone because that means being alone isn't safety you have to have someone with you and if you don't it might be death it might mean you have you will die if no one knows you're alive you aren't if no one knows you're alive you aren't so yeah that that's i i i i can't <laughs> this is this is a little hard i don't know how to explain this yeah anyway let's move on to the next next line that i highlighted in this poem I'm not saying you will find the meaning of life in other people. I'm saying other people are the life to which you provide the meaning. Now, this this sentence, I had goosebumps the moment I heard it. This sent this two lines, these two lines are freaking amazing. Because it says so much in so in just two lines. I'm not saying you will find the meaning of life in other people. You won't find the meaning of life in other people because you can't live for someone else. You can't live for someone else and have a good life at the same time. Your meaning of life is not in other people. But he says that other people are the life to which you provide the meaning. You don't exist uh, for someone else you exist because of someone else is this explaining things am i being more complicated i don't know but yeah i'm saying other people are the life to which you provide the meaning it's kind of weird because it kind of contradicts itself but it also if i don't know how you read poetry i'm not sure if you go in really logically like you think rationally you think about oh how how this means what this meaning is blah 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 but for me even though that these two sentences contradict themselves i still i still i still love them because i don't experience poetry with my brain i feel it with my heart and these two sentences Oh my god, I don't know how to describe the feeling I had when I saw this sentence, saw these two lines. But 
I, I, I was just shooketh. I was bamboozled. I, I just, I love these two sentences. I don't know what you feel. I hope, I, yeah, I don't know what you feel. But I think it's nice. I think it's nice. Next, um, it's kind of one short stanza. I've thought and thought myself into corners made of words and nightmares. And what has it gotten me but more thoughts? A currency that only buys more currency. So this one, I, th um, I think that's pretty obvious that it's talking about overthinking. You, you keep thinking and thinking. And then you make your own nightmares. By thinking, by having thoughts, you can only get more thoughts. So a currency that only buys more currency. It's a very beautiful way. I, okay, maybe it's not beautiful, but I like it. I like how he put this into words. Because that is exactly what overthinking is. You keep thinking and thinking and thinking. And in the end, you just have more thoughts. A currency that only buys more currency. Yep, we're nearing the end. So the next one, it's learn to make clouds using only your breath. Build a house even if every wall leans to the left. Love it anyway. So this one, um, I think, he, yeah, so this rhymes, breath, breath, and left. So yeah, it rhymes and it's very nice. It rhymed in a good way, in a nice way in a way that made sense that's what that's the highest level of rhyming like you rhyme and it makes sense at the same time so yeah learn to make clouds using only your breath build a house even if every wall leans to the left keep learning and keep making things keep creating that's what we are humans are creators and we keep making things we make things that's who we are making something makes me feel better i don't know about you but i love making things i liked lego as a kid as a child um i i loved building things and i like making things i like drawing i liked drawing as a kid um but the hobby wasn't really cultivated so yeah I, i'm bad at drawing i don't know how to draw i just know how to copy and trace other people's drawings but yeah it used to bring me joy i liked making things maybe you like it too all right the second last line the second last favorite line of mine Love how you hate yourself sometimes because at least there's still something to hate. So this one, um, I think it's pretty literal. It's self-explanatory. So yeah, it, it's very literal. The meaning is just what it means in the line. Yeah, I, I, I love this line because I hate myself sometimes. Or should I say most of the time? <laughs> yeah, so... I think I 
I respect people who can love themselves all the time because that is not something I can do. I hate myself when I do something embarrassing or I, uh, I re- when I regret some words I have said or some actions that I have done. That's when I hate myself. Or maybe when I'm when I'm not myself, like when I become the reason of somebody else's bad emotions, that's when I hate myself. Yeah. So love how you hate yourself. I I think this one is gonna help me a lot. I hope it helps you too, because. At least there's still something to hate. That means you still, you still, you still have feelings for yourself, and that is important because if you stop feeling things, that's when you're truly dead. I think, yeah. Anyway, uh, final line: we we are all going to go. I hear the world is ending soon. When we go, and we're all going to go, I will be part of it. We're all going to go one day. Yeah, it it it's a very obvious fact that we're all going to go, but no one, not many people truly acknowledge it. So it's nice. It's a nice line. It's a nice way to end this beautiful, beautiful poem. Yeah, and、uh, I hope you liked my interpretation, my understanding of it. Let's move on to the next one. Okay, so you have just heard the second poem, "The Future," also by Neil Hillborn. Um, I found this as I was kind of uh going through some of his YouTube videos, and I thought this was pretty amazing. Oh no! Wait. Um, I I did not go through his YouTube video first. I looked for quotes from him, and I saw one of the lines. Um, yeah, the last line. I saw the future. I did, and in it, I was alive, and I was mesmerized by this line. So I went to search for his um, his full poem. So it turns out it's called the future. Yeah. So if you listen to how he. He、uh, says this poem. How he reads it, you can see that he's very expressive. And if you listened to the YouTube video instead of the Spotify one, you can hear. You can hear that. You can hear where people laugh at his poem. Where 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 it's funny, and.、Uh, Yeah, I think YouTube videos are better than the Spotify recordings, so check them out. Anyway, hmm, I think this this is very this poemism. It's more, it's more figurative. Like, it's not about the meaning of the sentences. It's more about the meaning behind. Those sentences, you can see that this is about a person. I think this is written like how he wrote it. He wrote it in the persona 
is it persona of a person with bipolar disorder so this person he can he or she i don't know maybe it's a he maybe it's a she so it's this person can see people as colors or see the future or yeah something like that and i think the part where he sees people as colors that's that's a pretty pretty interesting idea because um i've seen a web comic it's called space boy i think it's called space boy i forgot i didn't finish the series uh it's on a webtoon web web not webtoon it's webtoon cartoon web web cartoon webtoon um yeah the the main character of that comic also sees people as colors so that's pretty interesting so yeah why why i chose this poem is because it's it's a little it's a little suicidal i guess because you can see how many times he mentions killing myself like the okay let's let's review again his poem so the point is here is a list of things my brain has told me to do join a cult start a cult become a cabinet maker kill myself so in essence become a cabinet maker break into and then paint other people's houses have sex with literally everyone who reminds me of my mother fight people who are much fightier than me like the cops so in essence kill myself i think a lot about killing myself not like a point on a map but rather like a glowing exit sign at a show that's never been quite bad enough to make me want to leave okay so this 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 um description of this uh, suicidal thought is I-, I found it relatable because that's exactly how i thought about it um it's not like a point on a map but rather like a glowing exit sign at a show that's never been quite bad enough to make me want to leave and i like to think that the show that's never been quite bad enough to make me want to leave that show is life and killing myself is a glowing exit sign which means it's um it's uh what do you call it it's somewhere you can go but you haven't chosen to go yet it's not a destination it's um backup plan it's an exit yeah suicide is not a destination it's um it's an exit i i love I absolutely love this description because it's beautiful. It's very it, it just touches my heart because this is exactly what I feel and I can't put it into words but he did. So yes, this is beautiful. This is gorgeous. I love it. All right, let's look at the next lines. It's see when I'm up, I don't kill myself because holy shit, there's so much to do. There's so much left to do. When I'm down, I don't kill myself because then the sadness would be over. And the sadness is my old paint under the new. The sad... Uh, okay, so I'll still be me without it, but I'll be so boring. So this is describing sadness as a core quality of that person. So it's like without your sadness, you'd still be you, but you would be so boring because his that person's sadness has already been such an important part of that person and without 
sadness that person might not know what to do and i think this one this one is gonna it's gonna be so relatable for a lot of people i i think it's a lot of people i don't know i, I don't know what my audience uh think but yeah this is this is just I don't understand how this person whom I have never met and have never talked to write something so relatable. I don't I keep saying relatable because that is how I feel and oh, I wish I wish I had a wider vocabulary to describe what I'm feeling. Anyway, it's it's just it's just i i just love it yeah now another line that i love is the future has been at war but it's coming home so soon now this one is describing the future as a person like that person has been at war but that person is coming home it means i i think it means that the future is coming and that is true because well if the future isn't coming then it won't really be called the future right so the future is coming home and sunrise is going to come all you have to do is wake up now this line is a little bit like the song lyric from Stay Alive by Jose Gonzalez. If you have heard my last episode, I mentioned this song. One of the lyrics is, um, Dawn is coming, open your eyes. Sunrise is going to come. All you have to do is wake up. All you have to do is wake up. And you will see the future. And the future is gonna come. You will live in the future. When the future becomes your present. Yeah, I think I'm kind of blabbering because I, uh, I I don't know how to organize these thoughts into a nice script because I feel like if I write a script about how I feel about these poems, then it's not going to be my feelings anymore because I would try to, you know, make sentences that make sense when feel- sometimes feelings can't make sense so yeah I, I i hope i'm not being annoying or something okay so one more line that i love the future looks just like gravity everyone is slowly drifting toward everyone else we're all going to be part of each other one day we are all going to be part of each other one day i think this is the truth because we are all the people we have met and we are meeting more people than ever compared to the past because in the past you can't travel anywhere and the people you know are just gonna be the people around you who live next door to you who live in the same village as you and you won't know anyone else but the few for now the present we have so many ways of knowing people and we know so many people in our lifetimes because there are so many like for example um the 
is it called an app i don't know there's a thing called omegle where you can talk to strangers and yeah you can literally talk to strangers who are like halfway around the world and if that's not knowing people i don't know what is we know so many people and maybe one day in the future we will get to know every single person who is alive on this earth and we are all going to be part, we are all we are all going to be part of each other that day because we are all the people whom we have talked to that's how we get ideas that's how that's how we are us we are affected by all the people we know so when the day comes the day that we know every single person that's when we are all going to be part of each other the future is a blue sky and a full tank of gas i saw the future i did and in it i was alive i think this line this last line in it i was alive this is um this is a v- this would be a great feeling for people who are suicidal because yeah when when you have suicidal thoughts you keep thinking you want to die and you don't really um how do you say this you don't really see a future with you in it you don't imagine a future with you living in it so when this poem says i saw the future i did and in it i was alive this person saw the future with this person in it and that's a very hopeful feeling all right so the next one is going to be about suicide as well <laughs> it's kind of dark but i hope um i hope you like it All right, so you have just listened to the view from halfway down. It's from a Bojack Horseman. It's by a person named I think she was named Alison. I forgot her name. I feel bad, but yeah, you can you can Google for her, the author of the view from halfway down. So, in case you haven't guessed, the view from halfway down is describing the view of someone who. is committing is committing suicide by jumping off a tall place and um in Bojack Horseman the character who reads this poem is the secretariat and the secretariat uh committed suicide by jumping off a bridge so yeah the view from halfway down now this this poem um according to what i've seen on the internet This poem has uh, saved quite a few lives from dying of suicide. Yeah, because it's saying it's it's a really hopeful poem. It's telling people that you that it's all okay. It would be were you not now halfway down. Um I have I've seen interviews of people who have 
survived their suicide attempts, and most people who survived their suicide attempts when they're jumping down, they say that they start regretting their choice, their decision the moment they they started dropping down, they started falling down. That's when they uh that's when they regret their decision. So this poem is based on that regret. You can see you can you can see the story like in the beginning so that person is imagine that person is standing on a tall place on a bridge for example so there's the weak breeze there's the water under the bridge so yeah deep breath stand back it's time toes untouched the overpass that's when you jump soon he's water bound he's bound to reach the water eyes locked shut but peek to see the view from halfway down yeah so a flood of fun endorphins brings a calm that knows no equal. So maybe the moment you jumped, you feel euphoric because ah, you're finally doing it. You've finally done it. You are going to end your life and maybe that brings you peace. So you're flying now. You see things much more clear than from the ground. You're flying, you're, hot, you're mid-air. And you start thinking, hey, everything can actually be solved. It's all okay. It would be where you're not now halfway down. So being mid-air changes your perspective of things. It literally changes your perspective because, well, you aren't on the ground now. You're mid-air. And you, you think, hey, all of my problems can actually be solved. So you start you start struggling, thrash to break from gravity, but now could slow the drop. All that give for toes to touch, the safety pack at top. So you start wanting to go back. You start regretting. But this is it. The deed is done. Silence drowns the sound. Before I leaped, I should have seen the view from halfway down. And yeah, so I really should have thought about the view from halfway down. I wish I could have known about the view from halfway down that is describing the regret you wish you knew you wish you knew how it feels like yeah I, yeah this is this is pretty literal this poem no no matter how you see it it is what it is so yeah it's it's a, it's a shorter one compared to compared to the first two so I can't say much about it, but if you have watched Bojack Horseman, then you will feel the the full impact of this poem in the show because that show is freaking amazing, guys. You, you need to watch it if you haven't. Uh, there are six seasons. It just ended this year, 2020. It, it, it's just amazing. You have to watch it. I would recommend it to almost an, anyone because that movie changed my view of life. I, I think the, the younger you watch it, the better it is. Because you, you can, when you're young, when you haven't built your full view of the world, 
your yeah you, you can still change your thoughts and something your world view so yeah that 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 tv series is 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 awesome you need to watch it that's all i can say all right so moving on to the final one okay so we have now reached the final one i don't need to have a better day i need to feel better about this one also by Neil Hilborn. Yeah. So this one is pretty dark. Like, unlike the first two that I have shared, they end on the hopeful note. But this one, it just it just ends on the all-time low. So, yeah. Now, I think this one... Yeah, this, this describes my feelings. So, some... some Lines are really relatable. For example, I would rather die than confront my mistakes. So, yeah, <laughs> I think this is something I would say. Or, yeah, or another one, it's a, I'm just embarrassed and that makes me long for death. That is me. I'm just embarrassed and that makes me long for death. Yeah, so that's what I feel. When just a slight push from embarrassment might be enough. Uh, I, I I don't know how to how to review this because it just says everything I'm feeling. So I, I hope you like it. I hope you liked this bonus episode. I just this this was a spontaneous thing because I heard um the first two poems i think and i just thought oh man i want to share this i want to share this somewhere i want to i want a recording of myself reading these poems so yeah that's how the bonus episode came around and yeah i think that's that's about it i hope you liked all the four poems i hope they i hope they let you think about things but not overthinking because that sucks. Anyway, that's it. Thank you for listening to Mediocre Thoughts. Mm-hmm.